Femininity is powerful in all its forms, exceptional women, rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring, and this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and my guest today is Anastasia Didenko. Anastasia is a Flex alumna of 2022 in Ohio and a student of finance with the minor economics at Walsh University. Her hobbies include reading, learning languages, where currently she's studying Mandarin, German, and Latin. Anastasia graduated both from an American and a Ukrainian high school. She helped raise over $25,000 to help Ukraine. And she has multiple, had multiple interviews with newspapers and news channels. Anastasia, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm feeling lucky to be alive. I'm happy to be in the summertime. (laughs) And I'm really curious about you. So I'll begin with a simple question, which is, if your friends were to say things about you that describe your personality, what would they say? I think that they would say that I am very outgoing, um, kind, and always there to help or support in any way. Thank you. I have so much to ask, but I will say what it is for me about helping and supporting people. There were situations in my life where I felt, oh, the world is not a good place. There are no good people. And then I thought, actually, to be a good person, to help others is to prove to myself and to others as well that there is hope in this world, that there are good people. And therefore, It's an affirmation that goodness exists in this world. What is your motivator for being kind and helpful? I think that my parents are, yes. And I think that I am the way that I am because of their example. You need to treat others how you want to be treated. So if you treat people with kindness, then you'll get the same in return. And you always got to start with yourself. So that's kind of how I feel. Actually, yes, it's the golden rule, but I'll challenge that. Because expecting things from people opens you in many ways to unrealistic uh, expectations and disappointments. But for me, it's about me being the kind of person where if I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, I'm proud to be myself rather than thinking, you know, someone will treat me back because humans are crazy. So I I cannot really. (laughs) I totally agree with you. Yeah. I have so many other questions. First, you said your parents are your role model. You had the experience of being in the US. Well, It's somewhat of a stereotype, but also true that Ukrainian girls have a bitch face where they look like they're (laughs) angry all the time, even when they're happy. Did you have such a bitch face? Did you notice it when you went to the US that people were like, oh my God, who's this girl? She's like a vampire or something. Why is she so angry? Tell me your thoughts. 
<laughs> no, no, I, I've never had <laughs> anything like that. <laughs> so you're always smiling. You're always like with good vibes. Pretty much, yeah. I wouldn't say that I'm always smiling. I, I'm smiling when I feel like that, but yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty good with that. <laughs> yes, and well to you. Because I remember one time I was uh, interviewing a Ukrainian girl and she said, well, why should I be happy unless there is a reason to be happy? Yeah. And I only smile when there is a reason on me. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not just smiling all the time. So I guess. <laughs> so you're an outgoing person. I noticed in your Instagram, you had the book uh, Lolita by uh, Nabakov. Uh, is it one of your favorites? Is it something, a book that fascinates you because of the emotions, etc.? Well, um, that's that's not my favorite book, but um, it is definitely an interesting book because, you know, it um, puts you through emotions and really for like a couple of times, I was just like, nope, I can't keep reading it. You know, it's it's interesting to read it and how author is describing all of that. Yeah, it's it's definitely not my favorite book, but it's it's a really good work. Do you love new emotions? Is that description something that fills you with emotions in a way that you think yes? emotions is what life is all about i want to feel them all to experience them all to have all the adventures and feel alive yeah kind of i would say I, I i like to try new things and, and different situations and see how i will react and go through that so it's more about self-discovery yeah for sure self-discovery that why is it important for you to notice how you react in different situations etc like what does it add i know i can guess but to you specifically uh so i can work on myself more yeah so i can keep working on myself and in some situations when i'm under pressure or stressed or just different things so i can keep calm and take it easy and make right decisions. I don't know. I'm sensing that it's important for you to protect yourself, to feel safe in such emotional situations. Is this correct? Because there is another perspective or philosophy, which is carpe diem, let's flow with the emotions. Whatever will, will not kill me will make me stronger. So rather than being prepared let life surprise me it seems to me that it's important for you to be prepared to be ready to be protected is this correct yeah i yep i like to be prepared i like to plan ahead and i like to be confident in everything what's going to happen <laughs> but won't that make life more boring and less full of adventures and emotions yeah. No, that's not true. I still get my adventures and emotions. I, I still get all of that. Yes. And do you believe or feel that you're a highly feminine woman? I'm not speaking about feminism. It's about the female energy. <laughs> that's an interesting question. I, I don't know. I feel good in my body. I feel good with myself. 
I don't think that I'm highly feminine. How would you define to you the female energy? What does it mean for you? How can it be expressed? How can it be noticed? Well, I don't know much about all of it, but uh, all of the experiences or stories that I heard about <laughs> feminine energy, they weren't really good and positive. Yeah, but it's probably about being caring and light and everything but i think that that a woman can be whoever she wants to be and still have <laughs> this feminine energy and it doesn't mean that you have to i don't know wear skirts or do things that like only women are supposed to do to have this feminine energy because Right now, it's kind of a question, you know, when guys like paint their nails or just do some makeup, like eyeliner or something, and and they say that they have like feminine energy and they mean it in a bad way. And, you know, I think that people can be whoever they want to be. That's what I think. I understand. And would you describe yourself as someone who's more logical since you love to make plans? Or can you be present in the moment, trusting in the emotions and just flowing, like surfing over the waves of life? I'm, I'm, I'm both, yeah. Like 50-50, I would say. I'm, I'm trying to act more logical, but sometimes, you know, you just gotta let it go and enjoy the moment, how you said. Yes, and you're trying to be logical. Why? Is it a question again of protection and feeling safe when you have understanding of all the parameters of a situation so that you can absolutely ensure you are uh, like everything is okay without any variance? Or why is this need for more logic? Yeah, I agree with what you said. And it just makes me feel better when when I'm sure and... I know what, what is about to happen, and it, it is about feeling safe, I would say. And to have a plan B if something goes wrong, <laughs> it is about that, I would say. Why is it important for you to feel safe? Because usually people who overfocus somehow on it, they have been hurt in the past, or that when they let go, they had like some negative emotions that happened later or consequences so they need to protect themselves so that it doesn't repeat again is this your situation did it happen like this um no no i i didn't thankfully i didn't have any negative experiences or anything it's it's just i like to be in control of uh, what's going on and yeah pretty much in every field of my life so it is about it. Do you feel better when you're in control in every field of your life? <laughs> I do, yeah. But isn't it also more stressful because of all the responsibilities, all that energy of needing to be in control? Well, I, I would say that I'm pretty responsible and capable of taking care of that. Yeah, that's all good. I understand. And what inspires you? Hmm... <sighs> Thinking about 
my future and about abilities, uh, about possibilities that will be open to me if I uh, go and do something that like I need to do or learn a new skill or do something to improve myself. And yeah, this is what inspires me the most. Tell me more, are there some specific opportunities or visions that you have for your future that excite you? <laughs> I have some certain plans that I'm keeping to myself right now. Thank you. And since you are, you are in the US, you have left Ukraine, you had already a year there in Ohio. How was making new friends for you? How did you choose your friends? Did you have that instant chemistry with people where you feel, oh my God, I feel I know this person since forever? Or is it something that you open up to people over time and you're closed at first and need to observe? I can say that I'm definitely being careful with who I am around because you are taking some things from those people. So uh, I am choosing my <laughs> surrounding. Everything was good with me and finding friends because I feel like I can have a conversation with pretty much any person and I'm, I'm trying not to make it awkward. Yeah, I, I had friends and we're still friends and it's, it's been pretty good and pretty easy actually for me. I, I just found people with um, similar views and uh, not really even similar interests. Maybe it was like, like you said, chemistry, but it, it worked out pretty well. And I'm really happy that I have these people in my life now. Thank you. And are you more fascinated by those people who have passion in their eyes that you see their eyes glitter with that energy, etc.? Or you're not so in tune with people's energy and those details and tell me your thoughts about this. I definitely prefer people who are motivated and have goals in their life and people, yeah. <laughs> and tell me about February 24th. How did you hear about the war in Ukraine? How did you feel? How was that whole story? That whole story. Um, so it was February 23rd for me. I was um, just getting ready to go to bed. And I was just scrolling through my phone, just some news. And I started getting news about explosions being heard in different parts of Ukraine. And I'm like, no, I don't believe it. It's, it's not true. But then I started texting people from those areas, but no one was really texting me back. So I'm like, okay, then it's definitely not true. But then there was more and more explosions and people started waking up and I started calling my parents and they weren't picking up. It was like, or 5 a.m. for them so of course everyone everyone was asleep but my dad picks up and I'm like oh my god like have you heard it can you hear anything what's going on like I'm, I'm worried and he's like everything is okay we're sleeping nothing is going on like go to bed everything is fine and then um 20 30 minutes later everyone everyone was up everyone heard everything my mom and my dad and my friends and it, it, it was just horrible 
I, I didn't know what to do. I, I said that, like, I'm, I'm packing my things and I'm going home as, as soon as I can. It, it was just very intense. And I've never expected anything like this to happen. And yeah, the next time I, I called them, I heard those explosions myself. And I, I was very scared. I, I was very scared and to not see them again, to not to lose them. And I, I didn't know what's going to happen next. I didn't know if they will be able to call me. It, it, it was just so confusing. And so I had so many emotions. Like I, I couldn't sleep for the next three days. I, I didn't sleep at all. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to do anything. But it, it was very hard. I agree 100%. I was actually there in Kiev when the war started. And it was a whole horrible, horrible situation. How did it change you these months with the occupation, with the war in Ukraine, etc.? Did it make you want to appreciate every moment more? Tell me about raising the funds for Ukraine. Tell me everything about how you changed as a person. Yeah, so as I told you, the first three days, I, I was just in my head thinking about everything. I, I was not here. I, I didn't want to sleep. I didn't want to eat. And I, I didn't go to school that Thursday. But then uh, on Friday, I had to go to school. And I was just si sitting there like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to do anything. And then I just like, I understood that I have power in my hands right now. I can go and talk about it. I am here. I can help it. Because I, I felt helpless. I, I felt just like I can do anything but yeah on February 25th I went to my principal and I, I just talked to her about everything and then um, I, I just talked to our students about what's going on because there was so many false information about what is going on and I just made it clear and just explained everything from from my perspective and from perspective of how everything actually is and then um we started a fundraiser on monday and a lot of uh news companies uh news channels they contacted my school and on that monday i had i think i had two interviews that day and and then it just kind of started i took any opportunity to talk about it, to talk about what's going on. And um, I raised more and more funds. I, I, I yeah, as, as, as I said, I was just taking any opportunity to talk about it. Newspapers, radio, I, I had like nine radio interviews. That, that was crazy. But it was like February and like till this, probably like middle of March, and then people kind of started forgetting about everything what's going on and it really didn't feel nice but i still kept talking about it and spreading the word on my social media and just in every way possible and if any people had any questions or anything i i you know i was always open to talk about it my dad he's in the army and yeah, he's in the army pretty much from the first week of of war. 
and then um, his b- battalion, uh, they didn't have anything. <laughs> they didn't have uh, really good equipment or anything. So I made a fundraiser and uh, got some things for them. I made first aid kits and I couldn't find any good ones. So uh, I, I made them, complected everything myself and sent it home. And I'm about to send another package to help and yeah it definitely it, it definitely made me more more responsible and independent and it definitely made me more appreciative you know because the feeling of a possibility of losing your friends or your family just any moment it it it, it, it is scary and i'm i'm trying to call them like when i have free time all all the time and just to spend more time with them because I know that I'm I can't really go home anytime soon, which makes me really upset. But I I know what I'm doing this for. But yeah, it definitely made me stronger. It definitely made me more mature. I would say. I understand, and I really hope your father will be safe. I hope peace for Ukraine and all I can say is Slava Ukraini. Hello, I am Slava. Thank you, Anastasia. This was my privilege, my honor, such a wonderful conversation and please take care and good luck going to university. Thank you so much. This was an interesting experience and yeah, I was happy to talk.